Welcome back to the 307 Podcast. Hey guys, this episode that you have tuned into here, there has been some uh, debate on whether or not to release this to the public or not. It is a heated discourse, mainly between Chile and I, in response to the latest uh, school shooting that happened in Texas. And I think even more broadly, uh, our response to the wickedness that we see in our nation and our communities at this time and place that we are all living. A lot of you guys sent me questions and asked me, well, what what are we supposed to do about this? Uh, what is What are the solutions, right? And uh, obviously, we get pretty fired up. What I want to let you know is if you are not in a place right now uh, in your own personal life or or, uh, you know, just the day that you're having to listen to some very passionate discourse, then I suggest you just skip over this episode. I just want to warn you about that right off the bat. Um, there are some aspects of this podcast, particularly where we talk about holding violent criminals uh, accountable for the heinous crimes that they commit. And, you know, I've went back and forth, and I really haven't come to a conclusion in my own mind. Um, uh, Blake made the comment of who are who are we to choose who should die and who should live. Uh, that's in terms of capital punishment and how we handle violent criminals. And I also can't help but think about uh, the part of the Bible where they bring the adulterous woman in front of Jesus and he tells the people who have showed up to stone her, you that have committed no sin, please cast the first stone. I can't help but think about that, and it really is uh, is something that I haven't reconciled with in my own mind, but know when we get to that part of the conversation, if you listen for that long, that uh, the conversation pertains to violent criminals, uh, murderers, uh, pedophiles, rapists, people like that, right? That's that's really who we're we're trying to come to. What do we do with these people, man? And um anyways, there's your disclaimer for this episode. I'm going to put it out there. Obviously, you're listening to it and let you guys hear it and uh take it with a grain of salt and uh let me know if you agree or disagree. Just um uh, I'd love to hear your opinions on the topics that that we that we discuss. So, without further ado, if you choose to move forward with this episode, here it is. Today we're talking about many things on the 307 podcast and somebody has broke my microphone over here. I wonder who did this. Um we're going to talk about <laughs> I think we're going to discuss for our younger listeners uh, whether or not you should get married, and then we're going to discuss for our listeners who already made that mistake um, whether or not you should have children. There you go. You've already know. You already know. <laughs> Krista, can you uh, can you wrangle it in? Look, uh, somebody told me the other day. They said, you know, with Krista on there, Chad is much more mild. They well, said, I ain't gonna be mild today. They said, you know, if Krista challenges him, he he's like, oh well, yeah. And then they say you just tone right down. Yeah, I mean, I, I I can't disagree with that. I have a massive amount of respect for Coach Krista. 
massive amount of respect for her and her opinion. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. Thank you, listeners, for pointing that out. I'm just a guy over here <laughs> trying to do the best I can. Um, but, you know. Well, that's uh, all that matters as long as you give your best. I, I mean, do I, what makes you happy. A, uh-huh. a lot of listeners have requested yep. more more from the uh, the parental people that we have on this podcast about children, you yep. know. And so, you know, people might be wondering, should I have kids or not? And um, maybe uh, I just want to talk about that. I mean, mainly for myself. I'd like to hear y'all's opinions on that, just kind of what it's been like and um, so we're going to talk about a little bit of that. We'll talk about a little bit of other stuff too, but, uh, yeah, speaking of YouTube, did you see the comment that I left on the, I've, I've responded to one YouTube comment, mm. uh, of all times. And it was actually one of the comments that was left on our YouTube video where we, where we reviewed the Beretta M9 A4. You left a comment? I left one comment and it said, you, sir, are a bona fide turd. <laughs> What did, what did he say? <laughs> it's the only YouTube comment I've ever. What did he say written? to uh, warrant that? Uh, I've. He was one of the. You know. You, you know how the the gun people culture is. Um, how they're just belligerent idiots, and they just say all this mess about guns, and they actually have no credibility to be talking about firearms whatsoever. And so he left a long comment. Um, hmm. and he was mad because I said the, the decocker on the slide of the Beretta M9 would actually hit my thumb sometimes when the si- slide would cycle. And he was mad about me saying that. And he basically said that I was just making that up. And, um, so I chose to respond to his comment. It and, offended him, Chili. <laughs> yeah. I no, know. I, I think on YouTube, I think on, I think I'm going to start really just going full bore on YouTube comments. Well, Full you just, bore. You just want to stop the channel, Chili. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's over. <laughs> so, I yeah. did see where somebody had commented and said that, uh, talking about how you didn't like the people that went straight through and the rollbacks in the class, yeah. how you didn't like them. Yeah. They was commenting about that. Oh, I'll have to read that. I haven't read that one yet. Yeah. I'll have to get on there and read that. I'm going to uh, change the password, Chili. Well, actually, I mean... I no, gotta... I have my own YouTube account. I, I don't oh. comment as 3 of 7. Oh. I comment as Chad Wright. So I'm <laughs> off duty. The comments I make on YouTube ha- don't have anything to do with 3 of 7 Project. I, I mean, don't don't tell me. I, I like it. I mean, well, I don't... You're the YouTube head. Well, I so. don't like... That he lets these comments offend him. I mean, it's just unbelievable. He, very, he gets offended. Really social easy. media and comments, and he, he he deciphers what their intent is, and it just lets it get is it, to is him. Is it part of your creed, controlling your emotions under all circumstances? Oh, yeah, I'm not getting emotional. He just, I'm not getting <laughs> emotional. <laughs> he just lets them win. It's, but, but, you know, part of it, it's interesting for me to watch what he says. Um, kind of fun. Yep. You know, Brooke asked me last night. Well, I, I asked her. I guess I asked Brooke first, and then she asked me the same question. What are you most passionate about right now? And really, right now, one of the things, if not the thing I'm most passionate about right now is shooting. I'm really enjoying shooting. Uh, I'm see, seeing all my times coming down. Uh, I'm getting faster, more accurate, uh, and just really enjoying testing out different weapons that are out there that I never even knew existed. 
and I'm having a blast with it. And so we started posting some content revolving around gun testing and reviews and stuff like that on our YouTube channel because that's what we like doing that. And it's something that I know Blake and I are passionate about. Chili hates it. I think Krista is in, enjoying her, her shooting training. Is that, is yeah, that right? True. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, and uh, yeah, the reason we started doing these reviews is because most, the majority of the content that you find on YouTube about weapons, the person reviewing the weapon, as usual, is not qualified to review a weapon. So we try to make these reviews very objective, very clear and concise and real because we don't have any sponsorships or anything like that. All the guns that we review, we pay for them with our own money. And um, I think they're a blast, man. Yeah, they're fun. Yeah, they're a lot of fun. Speaking of guns, you guys, I made a big long string of story posts on Instagram yesterday talking about guns and gun rights and, you know, talking about how if you purchase a weapon, before you purchase a weapon, you should get at least eight hours of dynamic training from a professional and credible instructor before you go and purchase a weapon. I believe that to be a matter of personal responsibility. You should make that, and if you decide you want to be a gun owner, you should make that investment into yourself prior to purchasing a weapon. I believe that. But I also believe that that should not be dictated by law. I don't think that the law should dictate you having to go through this certain process in order to purchase a weapon. That is, to a law, a law-abiding citizen should be able to purchase a weapon anytime they want, right? Um, and the reason I said that is because I think if you put government in charge of anything, they're going to screw it up. They're going to, I don't want the government to, to have to dictate to you that you have to get a certain amount of training before you purchase a firearm. So I posted all this content about guns and stuff like this. And, and little did I know there was a big shooting yesterday, hmm. the same day I posted all this weapons content. So, um, they just happened to coincide by coincidence. And so I got tons and tons of messages on Instagram. I'm probably, I'm going to say like close to 40 messages on Instagram of people asking about this whole school shooting, this one particular. I wonder, what'd you say, Krista? How many were killed the last report you saw? I think I saw 19 children and two adults, I think last I saw. Most of the questions I got didn't really, rev some of them were, were revolved around people shouldn't own guns and this and that, but most of them were like, well, what, what can we do? Like, what, how do you take this? Like, what can we do to stop this from happening? Mm -hmm. Right? That's what most of the questions were about. I mean, I had friends of mine uh, message me and say, you know, we're just, we don't, I, we don't even know how to take this. Like, my husband is just, he breaks down and, and 
starts crying when he sees things like this happening and what the heck do we do? Right? And um, I don't know. I put some considerable thought into that personally. It's, uh, it's, it's nearly incomprehensible that we are living in a time and place where people will go into schools and kill children for no reason. It's almost incom- that is almost incomprehensible, but it happens quite regularly now. That didn't used to happen. Well, evil's entered the world now. Yeah, but for but for real, did that happen? Did did that happen when you were in school, Krista? No, it was never. A, we didn't have you know metal detectors, and we didn't have resource officers and that kind of thing when I was growing up. And it it is a different landscape for kids nowadays when they're going to school for sure. So it's a pretty recent, whatever you want to call it. Well, the phenomenon. Columbine started it all, right? That yeah. was like the first big. That was the first one I remember hearing about. It's Columbine. Um, just what a tragedy, man. Yeah. Like what a what a whole. It's 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 right on up there on a whole nother level of evil and wickedness. Yeah. Um. How do you take this? What what's causing this? What do you think's causing this, Chili? Uh, a lot of it's we're we're putting uh, young kids on Prozac and other medicines like that, and it makes people go freaking nuts. Mm, interesting. I didn't even consider that in my list of things. I mean, that's what that's what's causing it. I mean, like we're we're a heavily drugged country. You know, you got kids taking fentanyl on top of their antidepressants and SSRIs and, you know, I mean, what school shooting has happened where the person wasn't on freaking Prozac or something like that? It's all of them. I mean, you know, and so you can try to keep the keep guns away from those people. I mean, that that's a good idea to keep guns out of the hands of maniacs if you can. But, I mean, w- w- what are you going to do? Add more gun regulation that, that affects law-abiding citizens? I mean, no. What do you mean, what are you going to do? Like, you can't do anything other than quit heavily medicating people for no reason and turn them in, turning them into freaking psychos. Uh, you know, the the um, government regulation is not going to do anything to stop someone from breaking the law. He broke the law as it is. I, I, I mean, he... <laughs> someone who's planning on breaking the law is yeah, not worried about... I, I mean, more Breaking laws. the law to get a get the gun. I mean, he 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 broke laws as they are now. So you add more. Well, he's going to break those too. Like, well, 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 I mean, I don't understand the logic in that. I, know? Di- I I've never even considered the amount of medication that that we yeah it's a, th- this freaking uh, pharmaceutical stuff. It's it's unbelievable what these drugs are doing to people, man. Study any school shooter. What what are they on? Yeah. Usually young kids on all, a cocktail of stuff. Yeah. Now, you're 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 right about uh so the law part of it how did if somebody wants to break the law they're man, what, he broke what, good the law. Is, what what good is the law? Um yeah, look man, I actually wish guns were never even invented or sharp pointy objects or big rocks or I wish 
Things I, I wish things that we could kill each other with were never invented or created. Or hands or, or yeah, fingers. Or, yeah, that, that would be wonderful, right? But here's the reality. Guns are a part of our reality, okay? And if you were ever able to get rid of every gun on earth and just melt them down into a pile of steel and there was not another gun left and no way for anyone to reproduce one, we would start killing each other with sharp, pointy objects. You think I can't kill a massive bunch of people with a sword? <laughs> yeah, I can. A sword. <laughs> Look, guns are part of our reality, or right? Jawbone. As a matter of fact, the nation that most of you are living in right now, called the United States of America, exists because of armed citizens. In the very beginning, it was armed citizens that fought a war that birthed the nation that you are living in. There is absolutely nothing wrong with having armed citizens. As a matter of fact, armed citizens are the only thing that stands between you being a free person and you being a slave to some tyrant. It is the last thread that hangs between you being free and you being enslaved. I guarantee you. You look at what happened the last few years in nations that have citizens that are disarmed. You look what's happening right now in places like China. You look all over the world. You look throughout human history what happens to a citizenship that gets disarmed. They lose their freedom. It's the very next step. You look at New Zealand and Australia and this coronavirus stuff, man. They're putting these freaking people in camps, dude. These people couldn't leave their freaking house. I know because I know people that live there. They could they they shut their businesses down. They literally couldn't leave their house. That's just a small, small, insignificant example of what it looks like if you, as a citizen, are not armed. Your government will come and infringe upon your sovereign, God-given rights. It is the last thing that stands between us and our freedom. So, you want to make it hard for citizens to be armed? You're in for a bad ride, son. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. So that is obviously not the answer. To create more litigation to make it harder for law-abiding citizens to own weapons. Right? You guys are seeing all this. These You guys seeing the school shooting most recently. You, you, you can't look at this incident and say, what can we do to fix this? I want you to understand, this incident is a result of a long, long, long chain of events that have led up to this level of wickedness. All right? Americans have been armed since 1774, whenever we came here, right? Even before we were a nation, we've always been armed. Nobody was shooting schools up. It's not, that's not what it is. Let me ask you this, man. What do you think would happen if we started 
uh, once again, if we started once again at a young age, teaching our children a moral code. There's a great moral code. It's called the Ten Commandments. What would happen if we started instilling that moral code and those principles into our children as a nation at a young age? Do we do that anymore? I mean, what, what would happen? If, what would happen if in a public school you you decided to instill a moral code into your students at a public school? Probably wouldn't go over so well, would you? Right? Do Do you think that that part of the chain of events leading up to this circumstance? Do you think that it could potentially be? that we no longer instill a moral code into our children? I think it's a failure on parents. Failure on parents? Yes, you're exactly right. I mean, that's who the, you know, the burden lies on. Yeah. I don't think it's the public school's job to do it. I think, you know, they you could make the public schools into whatever you wanted, and if your parents took the mantle and, and you know, did what they were supposed to do. I think that that's where the real failure lies, and it's should, why should a public school not hold a child to a moral standard? Well, that's why that's why the public school system has devolved into what it is is because of the failure of parents and allowing it. And yeah, you know. Okay, I mean that's what I think. I, th- I think a, I think a big part of the situation we're in right now is there's no longer a moral code that we instill in the younger generation, and whether that is the, the parents doing it. Look, parents, yes, you're, I agree with you. That's that's where it should be done. If the parents don't do it, well, if you are going to public school, that, or, that organization, that public entity, it's a school, it should still hold you to a moral standard as a citizen, right? It should still have a moral standard that it teaches and holds you to. Well, that's run by the government, and you know I believe in separation of church and state. So, what should that? What should the moral standard be? What should what, it be? It then? could be the Ten Commandments, and we don't call it the Ten Commandments. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's not a more perfect set of a moral standards that's just clearly defined. I'm fine with that. That doesn't freaking exist, man. And let me tell you what, man. All y'all cats. All y'all jokers, y'all not, my, my, might not many of y'all be listening to this that disagree with me, but all the people who who have went down this path of just do what makes you feel good and there is no moral standard, there is no truth, let's everybody just try to be happy and let's everybody just do whatever you want to do and, and identify, look man, that thinking is is what is is what is collapsing the construct of society you want me to be real with you man if if that's the way you believe and that's a lifestyle you promote and you don't believe in truth you don't believe in right and wrong and you don't believe in a biblical moral standard 
You want me to be real with you? I think when you go to judgment, the blood of some of these children that have been murdered will be on your hands. You can not like that if you want. So how about one thing we can do to, to, to stop this freaking craziness? How about you start instilling a moral standard into your children as soon as they can understand words and make that a high priority and live that standard out in front of them. Do y'all think I'm stupid? Y'all just looking at me like I'm stupid. What the crap, man? I mean, what would you like for us to say? I mean, we're not looking at you like we're stupid. You're going on a rant, man. Well. Don't want to interrupt it. Let me talk about another thing I think we could do to stop this. <laughs> well, hold on. I, I will say, uh, I don't think, I think Chili's point was good that it's, um, there is more, that the onus is on the parents. Um, and it's easy to, to blame the schools uh, because, I think because our institutions used to, we used to be, um, the right word um our institutions used to we used to have a more of a monocultural um existence as as a nation you know we had a a very common heritage you know just um cut from the same cloth a lot of people shared values shared um religion shared all kinds of things it, there was more commonality and and we don't live in that world anymore. And so I think that inevitably is going to affect the institutions because there's more diversity there. And so different decisions have to be made about policies that aren't necessarily going to agree with everybody. Um, and so the people that really where that gets instilled is the parents. And so, and it might come out in schools. Um, it might not, I will say as somebody who, um, maybe the only person in this room, I guess, who has had children in public school. Uh, I, I think that it is true that there, there are limitations and there are boundaries and there are restrictions um, and there's the separation of church and state and things have changed in a lot of ways. But I will say I know teachers, I've had, my kids have had teachers where there is a moral code. that. So I don't think it's an either or. I do think there is a moral code that is... Um, promoted in the school. I think teachers and administrators have, because of the landscape they're in right now, have to do it in a very um, uh, kind of savvy uh, a way to still kind of communicate that and get that across and instill and, and, and that in the kids. You can't use it a certain language anymore. You can't, you know, you ha just have to tread carefully around some of those things. But, but it exists. It exists for sure. Um, and so I don't think that's necessarily the problem, um, alone. That's not the problem alone. Um, and I think going back to kind of originally what you were saying and Chili kind of touched on this too. I mean, he brought up medication, but, but underneath that medication issue is really mental health. And I think that's an enormous factor in a lot of what happens with these shootings, even not just school shootings, but we have adults shooting adults. I mean, there are three, at least three, um, big stories in the news right now that just recently happened. Um, 
not just the school shooting. So just three right in a row and some are adults on adults, not just adult uh, or people shooting kids. But, and I think when you look into a lot of these shootings, these mass shootings, a common thread is mental health issues. And so I think that, and, and, and then you have to dig deeper what's causing this rise. And because I do think that is something going on right now, a rise in mental health issues and people, um, being in a certain place with that and, and not treating that. And I would love to see more energy put there. Like what, what is going on with that? Like, why are we struggling? Why is our mental health struggling? And what are we doing about that? Um, how can we, and and I I do think that's connected to, um, deeper issues, but so I think it's complicated, but so I guess I'd push back a little bit on the public school thing. Um, and not make such an extreme statement there. And then I think maybe to offer a little bit of what's going on, I think that the mental health kind of crisis or, or um, issue right now is an important piece of what's happening with these shootings. Mm-hmm. You know what promotes mental health? A strong moral standard. Mm-hmm. That promotes mental health. You, y'all understand the reason why... Do y'all understand part of the reason why I promote a a biblically based lifestyle and moral standard is because it works. It literally makes you, it makes your life better. To have something that you can stand upon, to have something that you can believe in, to have something that you can say, this clearly defines what is right and what is wrong. That promotes mental health, right? And here's the thing. If you adhere to that standard and you don't go off and and do all this crazy stuff like commit adultery, like steal, like covet everybody's stuff. All if you those are the things that lead to poor mental health. If you can follow a good moral standard, it's going to keep you out of situations that are going to make you mentally ill. I'm not saying that that's the only thing that causes mental illness. Obviously, there's abuse and trauma and outside influences that can make that can affect you, right? But in terms of what you have control over, that promotes mental health. I think that's how they're tied together. What can we do to stop? Okay, what can we do to stop this? We talked about that. Chili, get them off. Get your freaking kids off drugs. Get them. How about you get them outside, man? How about media? How about media and music? There's this daggone song. I've heard Brooke listening to it, and it pisses me off so bad. This song literally says something like, all the kids with their pumped-up kicks better run faster than my bullets. People listen to this freaking song, man. It's about shooting kids in a school. Your kids are listening to this crap. What kind of freaking video games do you let your kids play? Let me tell you what, man. (sighs) Screwed up. How could you listen to a song like that? How could you allow your children to play a game 
That is the, literally the premise of the game is murdering people. You don't think that's making your kids sick? You let that happen, son? The judgment for that falls on you. How else can we stop this? What do you guys think about arming teachers? It's ridiculous that they're not armed. I mean, the uh, the school shootings, you know what they all have in common? They're all gun-free zones. Let me tell isn't you. It interesting you're, you're that, exactly isn't, right. Isn't it interesting that shootings tend to happen at gun-free zones? Hey, that don't make any sense. It's a gun-free zone. <laughs> there shouldn't be no shootings here. There's no guns. Yeah, that's why they're Get all... out of here with that gun, buddy. <laughs> wonder why they're all at gun-free zones. Isn't, isn't that wild? Yeah. Why aren't all teachers armed? Uh, uh, okay, sorry. I get if there's some if there's a teacher that's uncomfortable with it and they're going to be a danger to themselves and others by owning a firearm, then by all means don't own one. But there's plenty of teachers at every school that are qualified or could be qualified and probably are to own a firearm, and they are required by law to adhere to a gun-free zone so they can't defend themselves or children whenever a mass shooter does come in to that building and they have to sit there and take it and lock themselves in a freaking door and hide under desks like idiots. So, yeah, that's what I think about gun-free zones. Yeah. You know what? You know how to stop a bad person with a sharp, pointy object? You pick up a sharp, pointy object, and you fight back against them. Or a gun. You know how to stop a bad person with a gun? You pick up a gun, and you kill them. That's the only way to stop them. They, They are unstoppable. Any person with a weapon is unstoppable unless you have a weapon that is equally capable to their weapon. It is the only way to stop it. Well, you know, what's ironic is they usually take these school shooters out. The cops, when they get there, take them out, rubbing their heads, singing lullabies to them, you know? Have you noticed that? Oh No, we're going to talk about that. They always walk them out alive. Don't jump ahead to that. We're going to talk about that here in just a minute. Let me ask you this. What would happen... If you offered teachers, if you started an academy for teachers and you said, look here, teachers, if you go to this academy and you get trained on how to use a firearm, you're going to spend a week here and you are going to have ex-special forces members teach you how to use a firearm and how to be tactical in in the event of a school shooting. You do that, we're going to give you an extra $1,000 a month. If you get that qualification and you have you a Glock 17 with a fully loaded mag right up under your desk in a biometric safe, what would happen? The old boy with a gun wouldn't get too far. Nah, he wouldn't get far at all. Is anybody opposed to this? Why? Why, why don't we do this? You know they want these to happen, right? I mean, you understand that? Like, well, that's yeah, why. I mean, most people think you need to put your tinfoil hat on before you say that. I don't freaking care. I mean, yeah, I'll put it on. Yeah, yeah, I didn't bring it today. I'll bring it next week. Yeah, I brought it three weeks ago. I mean, are you out of your mind? You made schools a gun-free zone, and you say you don't want people, you don't want kids to get shot? That's ex- that, That's the only thing you want. That's what you want to get out of it. 
you, you take people and you take away their right to defend themselves in a certain area that everybody knows has no, has quote unquote, no guns. You can't tell me that's not what they're trying to do. That's the only thing that would make sense. You want shootings to happen in those places. That's why. That That's what logic would tell me. Yes. I mean, that's what logic would tell me. So I, this is an immediate immediate solution that 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 we could implement literally immediate you think these daggone teachers man these teachers are these teachers go through four years some six years of school you know what these teachers get paid like forty thousand dollars a year it's ridiculous it's ridiculous man Train these people up, give them some incentive so that they can earn more money and arm as many of them as will be armed. Ha! Yeah, I mean, Do you have a problem with this, Krista? I think I have to think through it a little bit more before I speak. Okay. Well, you can't tell me there'd be as many school shootings if that kid walked through the door with that gun and began to open he fire would get dropped and someone Look, shot him immediately you can't tell me that school shootings wouldn't go down you you know the most dangerous place in a gunfight a hallway a hallway the joker would get dropped immediately he's got he's tactically he's at a disadvantage going down a hallway be the easiest target on earth to kill yeah but nobody has a freaking gun but you except for one big old dude that retired from police force that I don't want to even talk bad about people. <laughs> Come on, man. You know. Okay. I mean, people want to say, what can you do? I mean, I'm sick of that stupid question. I, I, so, exactly. I mean, yeah. I'm How can you not see this solution in I, front of you? I'm sick of the stupid question because what you can do is arm yourself and then kill them when they walk in the door yeah. and open up fire. I mean, I, that's what you can do. But no one wants to do that. Let me ask you this. What do you think would happen? Okay, we're moving on from arming teachers. Talking about getting married? No. (laughs) What do you think would happen if we, as a nation of people, started holding criminals publicly accountable for the crimes that they commit? Do you think crime would go down? Do you think Walk that out for me. Do you think that if a man or a woman went into the Mr. C's down here and stole a candy bar and he got caught. And when he got caught, you took him down here to the trauma center and you cut his right hand off. And so now this joker's walking or got to walk around the rest of his life with only one hand. And everybody that sees him or her knows he's a thief because we cut his right freaking hand off, right? Do you think less people would steal? Do you think that people that, that commit heinous crimes, if you imprisoned them for the rest of their lives and never let them out, Do you think crime would go down? 
We do not. These, we put people in jail for the most heinous crimes you can imagine, and they're out in a few months. And guess what they do? They go commit another heinous crime and worse and worse and worse until finally it costs someone or a bunch of people their lives. What do you think? What do you think if 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 we judged criminals based off of Old Testament law? What do you think would happen if you committed murder and we took you down here to the county square and we hung you in public on the gallows? Do you think people would think about that? Man, these jokers ain't messing around. I might not want to kill anybody. I might want to try to live a quiet life, work with my hands and mind my own business because if I if I get a little sideways, they're going to hang me off the freaking gallows. <laughs> Guarantee you crime would go down. They ought to take these cats that shoot these schools up and crucify them upside down in public. It should be a public gathering. We should all go to town. They should put an upside down cross right in the middle of the crossroads of the town and they should crucify that joker publicly in town. I'm not condemning this person's eternal soul. I'm condemning their mortal body. They should no longer be in play. I like how you sat back on that one. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, man. Well, this, 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 this criminal justice system and, and, and the, 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 the freaking way that we just let people in and out of jail after these heinous crimes, do you not think? I mean, what the freaking crap, man? Who should take care of that? Who should perform those punishments? I mean, that, that's kind of where I'm, I mean, like, who should do it? Just the people? You think the citizens I'll perform a uh, put together a freaking committee of people that are in charge of ex? I would gladly execute heinous criminals. Yeah, I mean it just gets it gets hard to know how to carry that out. What what, what do you what do you think? Oh man, you know uh, I'm gonna go out here. I'm gonna go out here and steal something because I know I'll be in jail for a night, and then I get out. Yeah. I'm going to go out here and commit murder. Well, yeah. well, what are the repercussions of murder? Well, I, I get three square meals a day, and I get to sit in a nice climate-controlled environment for the rest of my life. Maybe not even that. I'll probably get paroled, get to live live out, you know, many more years. Just uh, there's, no, there's no accountability for criminals, none at all. We need to re—if I'm ever in charge of this place— Y'all better look out because the first one of the first orders of business is to build gallows in town. You're in charge of what? If I ever become a warlord, we will build, <laughs> construct gallows in town. Hold that south region in check, son. Krista, you got to have many thoughts on this. <clears throat> How do I get out of this room? <laughs> <laughs> Keep that south region. Does anybody have a problem with holding criminals accountable? Do you think if you steal something that you should that you should get your hand cut off? And if you don't think so, then why not? To what ex- like to what extent do you do you do it though? Like down to what level of crime or what level of moral wrongdoing do you like? How far down the line do you take it? 
You take to it all it away. To where somebody else. I mean, we break. Something or. I mean, like, I jaywalk a lot. I don't want my legs broke. Or if you tell a lie, should you have your tongue cut out? No, or, if, what, like, you, if, what, if it, what you're doing is impacting another person, mm-hmm. is infringing on another person's life, liberty, or pursuit of happiness, then you get it equally returned to you, buddy. There's just no... I don't see how anybody could have an issue with holding criminals accountable and judging them as harsh and as heinously as the crimes that they commit on other people. I don't see how anybody could have a problem with that. I see where your head's at. We'll workshop it. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. We'll work out the kinks. I can guarantee you crime would go down. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to finish up this conversation because I know Chris is getting mad over there. Um, what you're seeing right now, I told you guys months ago, I told you guys a story. If you have a structure that is rotten, you have two choices. Say you out here and you No, say the house you live in is rotten. The walls are rotted out. It may look good from the outside, but the actual structural con- uh, integrity of it is just rotten. You have two options. You can make a plan and you can systematically dismantle it and then rebuild. Or you can just act like nothing is, ha- nothing is wrong with the structure and eventually there will come a hard wind and the structure will collapse on you and chaos will ensue. Well, we have all chosen as a nation to ignore the fact that the structural integrity of our society is rotten to the core. We've chosen to ignore that, and we've chosen to just let it rot until eventually it will collapse on all of us, and chaos will ensue. And it's collapsing little by little now, and you're seeing death and destruction and chaos, the moral integrity, the very structure and foundation of our society is rotten and collapsing. And that, that, that's what is causing this chaos that you're seeing and this heinous crime and just wickedness beyond imagination. That's what's causing it, right? Now, we could stop that. If we, the people, stepped back and said, no more, we are going to systematically dismantle the, the, the just rotten to the core structure that we are all living amongst right now, and we are going to rebuild it from the ground up. We could stop a lot of death and pain and chaos and strife if we would just step back and do that. But we ain't going to do it. We're too scared. We're too lazy. We're too fat. Um, I don't think you could. I mean, I'm too divided. Too actually, divided. It's actually what it is. You're exactly right. The, it's not. No, go ahead. Go. No. It's not just America anymore. Right. It's, it's beyond. Like, well, this is what, what we, are you this gonna is, we control this piece of land. We control this piece of land. Huh. I, I think I, you do, but yeah. really, you don't. This is, this is what. This is our land. They're still letting you think that, but it, it's we not could anymore. we could literally dismantle the structure and form of of 
of government that we have right now, systematically as the people. You know, if we weren't so divided, you know how many. I don't. I think the the level of agreement that you'd have to have on that is is far more than you think. Like I legitimately believe that you know sixty forty in favor of doing that ain't even close. Oh, it's not going to happen. I mean, it's got to be like ninety five percent of the population is all on board on doing that. Because only five percent of that ninety five percent would even be worth using. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, it's it's not going to happen. It it is. It is going to collapse. Right. I, I yeah. feel like, I don't know exactly what you said not long ago, but how you had gotten off, uh, kind of off your path on the political stuff and you're getting really worked up. I think you're getting, I think you're getting back on that path a little bit. Well, just for today, okay. uh, just, just for today, you know, you want to, you want to ask me stupid questions? About why people are are shooting schools up and killing people and just all this heinous crime, and you can't look around you and see and see the long chain of events and the degradation of society and morality, and you, you can't look and see that and understand step by step what's led you to this point and how you could reverse it. Well, they've taken good out of it. That's that's the, they've taken good and right out of everything that kids. I don't know who said the quote, but like the only thing for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. And so, good men have let have let this happen, and they've taken good out of the schools, and parents have taken good out of not teaching their kids what's good and right in general. And it's a, it's all a heart problem. It's evil, and it's a heart problem. That's that's what it is. There's not. Like, yeah, it would be a good idea to punish people more severely, maybe. It'd be a good idea to arm teachers, yeah, maybe so. But all those things are just treating the symptom of what is a heart problem of the person that's doing that. Oh, yeah. They, it is, it's pure evil. And that's that's all it is. It's not like, oh, this hap- this caused this guy to do that. No, it evil caused that guy to do that. And why he's evil is because you've taken good out of everything and not... Well, why is why he's evil is because we're all evil. Well, yeah, I mean, but I mean that's why. Yeah, and and, but and on he, the grand level that he is, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't. You're think- exactly right. Like the only, ultimately, the only uh, solution would be a a mass revival. Yeah, a mass revival of citizens, mm-hmm. right? Because that is the only thing that changes a person's heart. Yeah. Um. But for those people who whose heart won't change. That's what the punishing them significantly will make them think. But who who can determine whose heart won't change though? Yeah. Well, if you're if you're committing crimes, your heart hasn't changed. What I mean, he's but irredeemable. Huh? What about Saul? No, I, I'm not. I'm not judging the person's eternal soul. I'm just. Asking. It may change when he's when he's hanging from the gallows. That's fine with me. <laughs> but he didn't get another chance. I'm sorry, man. I'm just, I'm just asking. It's a good thing Jesus gave you another chance, huh? I never committed a crime that infringed upon the life, liberty, or happiness of another human being. Well, the Bible does say that if you have ever hated somebody, that morally you are just as bad as the one who commits murder. Morally. Good thing I don't hate people. I have hated somebody before. <laughs> so. Well... 
I that just, one got a little off the rails, guys, if you still are listening. <laughs> well, I thought it was a good podcast. Put that in the underground one. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Black market. Look, man, it, you know. I you guess. Know, I thought it was good. Every, every, now, every now and then, I quit caring about people's feelings. You need to do that more often. Well, it was good. I, it could probably have been a little thought out, some of those things. Yeah, I mean, you always need to think stuff well, out. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that's the fix. Never care about people's feelings, but always think what you say out. How about that? I, I thought what I said out. I stand upon everything that we just talked about. Maybe. I stand upon everything we just talked about. Well, yeah, I mean, there wasn't... <laughs> I don't remember what all you said. <laughs> I'd have to listen to it to see if I disagreed with anything. Chilly got a little red faced himself over there. Yeah, he did. He got. He, you know, he's like a peacock. Yeah, bantam rooster. I, the stupid questions is what pisses me off. So don't answer them. No, I mean, I'm. Ta- I'm not talking about social media. They didn't send me forty questions. I'm talking about when people in my life ask me stupid questions that I have to hear. I. I don't. I'm not making a choice to go read freaking comments. That's what I've ranted on you about. Quit reading them then. But I get people ask me physically stupid questions, and it, it's like, uh, don't ask me that. Yeah. So that's why it ticks me off. Well, everyone ain't smart as you, Chili. I ask stupid questions. I'm sure that pisses people <laughs> off. <laughs> but I'm not saying I'm smarter than everybody, or I certainly know all the answers. But if you ask me a stupid question, I'm not going <laughs> to... Indulge them? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, thank you, listeners, for sending, or not maybe not listeners, but followers of Chad for sending those and providing and sponsoring this podcast. <laughs> Blake, next time maybe you and I can do a podcast together. <laughs> Wouldn't be much said on my end, but you got to quit reading them comments. Well, I'm gonna tell y'all what, man. No, I ain't even gonna tell y'all. <laughs> Good. We'll just um, we'll just take a little break here, and uh, we'll come on back here in a little bit enough said <laughs> <laughs>